let's get ready to study God's Word. to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our devotional study today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for a wonderful day. We thank you for protecting us. We invite your presence to be with us now. Help us as we enter into your word that we will rightly divide your words of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Our study is entitled, Something to Keep in Mind. This is our first study for 2023. The title is, Something to Keep in Mind mind. Our passage for this study is Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 9. It says, Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. Okay, Solomon, Ecclesiastes are the bitter writings of an apostate that has been recovered. And um, it's not all bitter. If you notice, it starts out very bitter and it ends up in a really good place. But Solomon clearly realized that he wasted some time. We're not given any idea. It's not been recorded to us how long he was in apostasy, and at what age? The Bible says when he was old, but it doesn't define for us what that is. And it doesn't tell us how long he was away. One year, five years, ten years, how much time did he lose? But he did come back. And in coming back, he shared and has shared with us things that he learned from his time away while he was trying to figure out everything under the sun. This passage is pretty interesting. He says, Rejoice, O young man. In fact, if you go back, if you go back, let's see here. How far should we go back? Let's go back to the beginning of chapter 11. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Right? So he's saying, be willing to to sow because you will reap. Be willing to share because you will get back. Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. Right? Share while you have it. Take advantage of the time as you have it. Verse three. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. So he's stating the obvious here, okay? 
When clouds get full of rain, rain will come. When a tree falls, it's going to remain where it is, right? Until forces of nature take some time to deal with it, but it's going to, a tree's going to fall and it's just going to be there. And we have some property now with some trees that are down on the ground and they've been down on the ground for over a year, two years in some cases. They're just there, okay? Nothing's happening to them until we cut them and move them or they start to disintegrate. They start to rot because they stay there a long time. But the rotting usually takes more than just two or three years, especially for the hardwoods. Verse four, he that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. (laughs) What he's saying here is, if you are fearful of all of the things that will come, if you look at the weather, instead of saying to yourself, let me jump on this and take advantage of it. If instead you look and say, ah, looks like it might rain. Ah, it looks like it might, like, you know, it's going to be windy. Uh, it looks like there's going to be this problem. Then you're not going to do anything. You're going to hesitate at every little suspicion of a problem. You can't live life like that. You can't operate like that. Okay. You have to do some things. Uh, yesterday, as an example, it was a nice day. The weather was awesome after it had been really cold for a long time. And I was sitting in the house doing some inside stuff. And I looked out and saw how nice it was. I said, "Ah, I should check out the weather. And I poked my head out there and went out because I hadn't been out since I'd fed the animals. And I went out and I thought, "Ooh, the day is awesome. So I went out and did a couple of things. I took the chainsaw, did some stuff there. Not, Not more than an hour's worth of work. Right. But I took advantage of it, even though I planned to do it at a later time, a later date, because the weather was good right then. And then later the evening, when I go out, lo and behold, there was rain. It had rained and I didn't even notice when that had happened because it wasn't loud and noisy. It was just it had rained. The ground was wet. And I thought to myself, man, if I had not taken advantage of this moment when I had it to take advantage, then you know, it would have been much worse because getting wet firewood is not a good proposition. Let me say that. Okay, verse 5. As thou knowest not what is the way of the Spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. Okay, there are mysteries in this life. We don't understand how certain things happen how God has ordained them and how they work, right? And we definitely do not understand the workings of God. God has shared some things with us. And as we study together here and as we do our own personal devotions, our goal is to understand God more and more and grow to love him more and more. But there are many, many things that are mysterious about God and his operation. And in fact, will remain that way for the better part of eternity, right? We'll be constantly growing and learning in eternity. And the fact that the Bible doesn't teach us that we will finally get it, it means that no matter how long time goes, there will be mysteries of God that remain unsolved because we will continue to learn, but we will never finish learning. Verse six, in the morning sow thy seed and in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall alike be good. 
or whether they both shall be alike good. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thy hand. There are things that we sometimes have to do simply for duty's sake. There are many things that we have some discretion about. Sometimes we have discretion from a time perspective. Sometimes we have outright discretion as to whether or not to do something. But it makes sense for us to do the things that are duty because they are duty. And to take advantage of the time because we have that time. Because you never know what's going to happen later. You never know how things are going to play out. It's important for us to move forward and make every opportunity because we don't know which ones will count. Verse 7, truly the light is sweet, and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. Yeah, the sun is gorgeous. It's awesome. But if a man live many years and rejoice in them all, yet let him remember the days of darkness, for they shall be many. All that cometh is vanity. Okay, that's a precursor to the verse that we have. Now our verse says, rejoice, O young man, in thy youth. And let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart, and in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. It is important for us to know that the evil days will come as we get older. Not just the evil of of the earth, but age and illness and those kinds of things come, the body beginning to be debilitated. Sure, by living an appropriate way, by eating well and exercising and just taking care of our bodies according to the principles found in God's word, we can prolong the inevitable. But good eating is not going to make you immortal. Okay? So, degradation will come because that is part of the curse of sin. Solomon here is reminding the young person, enjoy your youth. Enjoy your youth because those days of age and infirmity come. But remember while you're enjoying your youth, the judgment is also coming. And in fact, verse 10, the last verse in chapter 11, clearly helps us to understand nine. Because in nine, it says, walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes. You're sure you can do what you want and you can live life to the fullest and you can be happy and enjoy the moment. But judgment is coming, so you might want to think carefully about what you do and how you enjoy the moment. That's why verse 10 says, Therefore, remove sorrow from thy heart and put away evil from thy flesh, for childhood and youth are vanity. They are fleeting. That's one. But two, if you use them, if you use that time in your youth to set a bad foundation, It's going to take a lot of years to get over it, to get past it, right? It's important for us to live life to the fullest, but in the will of God, because a judgment is coming. Don't forget about the coming judgment, right? We have to keep that in mind. As we enter this new year, we've been given another day of probation. We have seen an entire year, 2022, pass on into eternity. What we need to do is to leverage the time that we have. Live your life. Do what you got to do. But remember, 
something to keep in mind. The judgment is coming. And we will all have to give an account. So as we look back on the last year, if there were things that we regret, if there are things that we aren't as happy about, if things turned out a certain way, but more importantly, if we made the wrong kind of choices, right? We only have a certain amount of control over how things turn out, but we have a lot of control over what things we do. And there's a relationship between what we do and how things turn out. Um, but it's not exactly a one for one in eternity. Sure. If we're looking at the, the picture strictly from an eternal perspective, if you do the right thing, eventually eternity is yours, right? And if you do the wrong thing, eventually you lose everything. But on a day-to-day, life-to-life basis, while here on this earth, everything doesn't work. It's not just the people that work hard that get money. It's not just the people that study hard to get good grades. Some of the people who study hard still struggle to get good grades. Some of the people who don't study hard get good grades anyway. Right? In fact, in Ecclesiastes 9.11, here's something else Solomon says that's pertinent to this piece that I'm discussing right here. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all meaning you don't get to control your destiny 100% in this life. Certainly, you make the choice for eternal life. I make the choice for eternal life. Each one of us is given the opportunity to choose Jesus, to surrender to him, and to make our calling and election sure for eternal life. But in terms of how successful, how adventurous, how everything is going to work out in this life, We make decisions, we make choices, we set plans, we aim in directions, but there's more control that we don't have. There are more items that we don't have control over. And we need to bear that in mind. While we're making these choices, according to Ecclesiastes 11.9, while we're walking in the ways of our heart and in the sight of our eyes, we need to remember that for all these things, God will bring us into judgment. God's bringing everyone into judgment. Just so we're clear, everyone is going to come before the judgment seat of Christ. But ultimately, those whose lives are hidden in Christ will be saved. And those who did not avail themselves of the salvation offered them so freely will be lost. I pray that as we enter 2023, that we will do so in a way that will bring glory and honor to God's name, that we will consider that for everything that we do, God will bring us into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time that we're able to spend together like this. We ask you to help us that we will enter 2023 on a better foot than we left 2022. 
Help us to move forward by thy grace. Please help us that we will seek to cultivate a right relationship with you, that we will surrender to you, that we will move forward in a way that will bring glory and honor to your name and increase your kingdom. Forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word. Thank you.